Hello friends, it's another Tuesday and I welcome you to the Mental Catalyst. I am Michael Amankwa. The Mental Catalyst or TMC is a show that seeks to empower everyone to achieve their purpose and full potential on earth. Once again, welcome. Last week's uh, episode was episode uh, 13 uh, of season 4, titled How Preparation and Self-Confidence Helped Me Summit Kilimanjaro. How preparation and self-confidence helped me summit Kilimanjaro. So basically, um, the, 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 the key lessons there is um, being able to succeed in life. Most times we have to prepare and uh, sometimes it takes a lot of effort to prepare to be able to succeed. So I shared you know, how uh, my 10 months preparation or preparatory effort towards Kilimanjaro helped me summit Kilimanjaro successfully. And uh, so today's is going to be uh, episode 14, um, titled Collect Memories and Not Material Things, a Kilimanjaro-inspired lesson. So what I'm doing is I'm taking some of the lessons from the experience and then I'm sharing, I'm sharing them with you guys. So today's is episode 14 of season 4, titled Collect Memories and Not Material Things. So in this sense, we are talking about material things which are basically tangible, physical things. And what I'm saying here is let us collect memories, yeah, instead of uh, material things. That does not mean that we should not collect material things, but there has to be a conscious effort to have a balance. But let us consciously collect memories, something that we naturally don't do. And more so as people who live in this part of the world, it's something that we don't do. So today is about throwing some light on, uh, you know, the, 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 the benefits of collecting memories and how it can help us. So when I when I went to Kilimanjaro, and I was I was you know I was hiking. So each passing day, I would you know um, I was in touch with a lady who had done it before me, and she had uh, shared her experience with me whilst I was doing my research. So she had shared her ex experience with me, and I recollect vividly how she always used to say, "Should do anything to redo. I mean to do Kilimanjaro again. It's a beautiful place. Uh, she loved the experience." And I was, I couldn't understand how she could uh, appreciate going through that torture because at the time that I was reflecting on her words and the things she had shared, I was really going through a hard time because, you know, uh, of the elements and the challenges of, you know, hiking for six, six, uh, six nights and seven days. So when I look back at it, some of the things she shared was um, anytime she, she's faced with challenges in, in, in life, you know, or at work or, you know, any aspect of her, you know, of her life, and, and she's, she's feeling down and blue, she tells herself that, you know what, no, I should not be in this situation or this position. I have what it takes to get over it because I have summited Kilimanjaro. And if I've been able to do something like Kilimanjaro, I should be able to you know, handle any challenges that I find myself in. So that has always stuck stuck with me. That has always stuck with me. So I, I have her, her experiences that she shared with me that I ponder and reflect on from time to time. So that's the first story. Then the second one basically is about Achilles King Don Kili, which is obviously myself. And when I look back at what I did at Kilimanjaro, I look at that experience and I'm like, wow, wow, wow. This is one of, this is a memory that one will cherish forever. And when I look at the lessons, when I even look at the preparatory work that was done, 
you know, before the summit. There's a lot of things I learned from, from there. Uh, there's a lot of things I learned about myself. There's a lot of, you know, the, the, lessons, the, the, the benefits are enormous, yeah. But fundamentally, obviously, I also, uh, you know, ensure that I took care of my physical health, which obviously affected my, my mental health as well as my emotions and the like. So all the lessons that I, 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 I all the activities that I undertook during the preparatory phase and things like that are also part of the memories that I cherish because I remember when we did um, Afajato, you know, going to the waterfalls, going, you know, climbing all the way to the summit, it's raining, we're seeing ants that have wings, going to the bamboo place, uh, bamboo paradise, um, the quality food. So that whole one week experience is something that I had never really experienced before. So that is another memory that is, has stuck with me and, and, and ha- helps me keep calm, helps me put things in perspective. So when I look at all of these two experiences, you know, coupled with me being able to finish Kimanjaro, whereby I'm actually walking in its space, you know, that's what it felt like because you have the clouds underneath you. You're walking on soil that is not a normal soil that you've, you've seen before or used to. It's just like a whole total experience. So when I look at my experience and I look at the experience of the other person, the lady, I'm like, you know what? There's something very powerful about memories. And a lot of times, the memories that most of us have are memories that life has thrown at us, but we don't consciously and purposefully go out to collect memories, okay, memories. So most of the time, you know, you go to school, you finish, you get a job, and all you do is try to make sure that, look, you're taking care of yourself, and then if you get a family, you're taking care of your family, and things like that. But largely, we don't have time to invest in the things that really matter, which is certain experiences, okay, certain experiences. And, and, And when we don't do that purposefully, life just throws us with its own experiences, for which most of us will spend a lot of our, you know, uh, our lives just working and then acquiring physical material, you know, assets. You know, it could be houses, it could be lands, it could be cars, it could be bags, shoes, and things like that, which is not bad in itself. But one of the things I have learned and have realized, as I always reflect and introspect, especially you know, uh, at this stage in my life, looking back at where I have been and you know where I want to go and the things I have to do better, when I look at all of that, coupled with my readings. And, you know, and, and, and being conscious and mindful of the things around me, I've realized that we should, we should create memories that are going to you know, last us a lifetime, that are going to be very beneficial to us. Because here's the thing, these material things are things that we cannot take with us anywhere else, uh, but your memories are in your head, they're in your mind, right? So wherever you go, you can always tap into them and then, uh, and then you know, have the benefits of it. So today, I want us to look at, look, why is it important for us to create memories? Okay, create memories. Uh, not at the expense of, you know, uh, acquiring certain assets, but, it's, you know, we should find a balance. Because most times what we do is we're just focused on trying to uh, acquire assets. Yeah? And when I look at it, when I look at people that probably, you know, their parents had acquired assets for them and then the parents are no more, their kids just split the property, sell it, and then a lot of times they waste their money and stuff like that, right? They waste the, st- the money and stuff like that. But then at the expense of all the hustle, the sweat and toll that their parents had put in into acquiring all of these things. And these parents at that time, all they did was to try and work and, and, and acquire these things for themselves and as well as by the expense of acquiring memories that will make them feel good, make them be able to live a certain type of life as they, they aged. And what I don't want us to do is I don't want us to find ourselves in situations where we don't have these memories because we didn't allow ourselves to create them. So in essence, what is the definition of memory? Yeah, The faculty by which the mind stores 
and remembers information, something remembered from the past. So what I'm saying is we need to consciously create these experiences, okay? Like I did with Kilimanjaro, okay? It was a deliberate experience that was created for which now I have, that experience has now become a memory which is in, in my mind for which I'm able to tap into all of the lessons, all the activities, the events, the, all the things that, you know, encompassed that, that, that experience, okay, for which when I tap into it, even when I'm by myself, I'm smiling, I'm laughing, and I feel good about it because I deliberately created that experience for which now I'm, I'm able to tap into, you know, whatever the, that, ex, that experience and now which has become a, a memory offers, okay? So a memory is the faculty by which the mind stores and remembers information, something remembered from the past. So as I do, I share a few quotes. The first one is, it takes one thought, it takes one thought, one second, one moment, or positive memory to act as a catalyst for the light to gradually seep in again. This is by friend Koto. I'll take it again. It takes one thought, one second, one moment, or positive memory to act as a catalyst. The key word here is catalyst, yeah? For the light to gradually seep in again. So in the story of the lady where when she's feeling blue, she's feeling down, she's feeling challenged, she just remembers that, you know what, she's actually summited Kilimanjaro, the highest point, the highest peak in, in Africa on our continent. Therefore, she ought to be able to, 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 to surmount or get over, you know, overcome whatever challenges or situations she's found herself. So just one thought, just the fact that she's able to recollect and go back into that memory and then tap into the experience, she's able to now what? Get herself out of the situation that she found herself. This is very important. This is very, very important, yeah? So remember I talked about creating, you know, the reservoir of experiences, okay? This thing has to be deliberate. We don't have to wait for life to throw things at us. Because a lot of times when life is throwing things at you, it's not throwing good things at you. It's throwing serious challenges at you. And when you're not prepared, these challenges can break you. But when we are deliberate about doing certain things in our lives in certain ways, we are better positioned to deal with whatever challenges life throws at us, okay? So the second one is, one of the best ways to make yourself happy in the present is to recall happy times from the past. One of the best ways to make yourself happy is to... Let me take it again. One of the best ways to make yourself happy in the present, which is today, is to recall happy times from the past. Photos are a great memory prompt. And because we tend to take photos of happy occasions, they weigh on our memories to the good. This is by Gretchen Robin. Yeah. So the, the picture that I have that was taken at the summit of Kimajaru Huru Peak, where it's like I'm walking in space. Okay, walking in space. That's a very powerful picture for which now I have put the, 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 the quote, you know, I, 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 uh, I did not conquer that mountain, but I conquered myself. That is a reminder to me always that, you know what, I conquered myself, I set myself up, and I went through it, and I was able to do what, learn and experience and achieve so much. Therefore, anything that comes at me or anything I want to do, I'll be able to, 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 to do it. So the pictures and the videos and all of that are reminders. So luckily for us, in our generation, in our times, we have all of these media stuff that are available to us for us to be able to create memories and store them digitally where we can actually go and re-watch them, listen to them, look at them, and then tap into what? The benefits that those memories, those, those experiences afforded us, okay? And the third one is, love is a really scary thing, and you never know what's going to happen. It's one of the most beautiful things in life, but it's one of the most terrifying 
it's worth the fear because you have to, because you have more knowledge experience and you learn from people and you have memories so this is by ariana grande yeah so basically what i'm trying to say here is these memories that i'm talking about have to be created for us to experience and not all memories are good memories i'm going to talk about it but what are some of the benefits of collecting memories okay and the reason why i'm very passionate about this topic today is because when i look back at my life you know when i started working i've always been about work you know i want to succeed i want to be a billionaire i want to have all of these things you know the material things and things like that even though i was not really driven by the benefits of them i just thought you know there are things i need to own but at the expense of you know the most important things which are basically you know creating experiences which ultimately return into memories you know so when i look back at all of those years lost yeah i i i, I cannot regret but i also don't really regret too much because at least now i know better and going forward i can do something about it so in essence what i'm trying to say is guys let's draw a line today and we are going to start creating what experiences which will become memories we are going to collect beautiful memories so that 10 years 20 years 30 40 years from now we can all look back tap into those memories and just smile and find ourselves in a better place psychologically mentally emotionally and all of you know and all that comes with it so the first benefit here is memories help us learn about the world ourselves and others okay so let's let's take you know kimanjaro for example i learned a lot about tanzania moshi when i got there yeah i didn't know that you could have something called uh, you know you could have carrot soup you could have uh, uh cucumber soup no i didn't you know these things were being served for breakfast you know i got to know how much you know they cherish their swahili for which most of them spoke swahili so even if you're speaking english it's, it's a challenge it's, it's kind of like weird which was weird for me because i'm kind of from an english-speaking you know uh place in, in in west africa and then you go to east africa and in there in moshi kimanjaro all they're speaking is uh, basically Swahili. So, 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 so creating these experiences, which intentionally, yeah, you get to learn about the world. Okay. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I mean, look, I can't list them. Yeah. I learned a lot by just that one activity. Yeah. And you also get to learn a lot about yourself. Remember what I said? I wanted to conquer myself. I wanted to know how gritty I can be, uh, you know, how resilient I can be, how tough I can be, you know, how focused I can be, how obsessed I can be. I wanted to know all of these things about myself. So even though I had ideas, I wanted to test myself. By going through that experience of hiking Kimanjaro, all of those answers have been answered. They've been answered. They've been answered. Okay. So it, it allowed me to know a lot about myself. It might used to talk about know thyself. Yeah. And it also helps you know about others. Look, I found myself in the midst of strangers and I was loved in ways that I never thought was possible. I never thought was possible. You know. And when I sit back now and I look back at some of the things that were done for me to help me succeed by strangers, you know. Uh, uh, it, it just gladdens my heart and touches me in ways that I've never been touched before because uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just an experience out of this world when you have strangers who don't really know you and they're, they're, they're doing everything possible to make your life comfortable and help you achieve a dream that, you know, they don't even probably understand the significance or the magnitude of it to you, but they're just doing their best for you. And when people are, you know, going out of their way, the way they did for me, you know, it just tells you that, look, Charlie, there are good people out there and, and, and we all ought to find a way to be good human beings so we can elevate and advance our, 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 our race, yeah? 
And the next one is bad memories teach us valuable lessons. Bad memories, okay? So as much as you have, we talk about memories, you have obviously the good ones and you have the bad ones. And the bad ones are not necessarily bad. And I'll use an example as a bad one because, you know, not too long ago, I lost one of my generals, my very good friend, my brother, the guy called Prosper. And it hit me really hard. And for me, you know, even though I submitted Kimanjaro, I genuinely and sincerely wish he was there to share in this experience and the success and all the drama that comes with it because I knew very well that he would have been probably number one or number two person who would have been most worried about, you know, the trip and he would have done everything he would have prayed for. I mean, he would have done all of those things and, you know, I'll be rushing him and he'll say, hey, boy, should they rush me? I mean, we just had a way of, of connecting and, 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 and being happy, yeah? So, but here's somebody who, who, you know, the good Lord has called, yeah? And I look back as well, not just him, my very good friends that I normally would, you know, just go chill and hang out with from time to time, Jeff and Solo, they're also all gone in the past three years. They're all gone. So tomorrow is not really promised us. So bad memories, like in terms of, you know, losing people also tells me that or tells us that, look, tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. So let us make the most of now. Okay. Let's make the most of now. So that is me being able to use bad memories to advise ourselves so that we are able to do things better. Then the third one is memories don't have a shelf life. So if you've bought a car, your car normally may have so five years, the, the value may be zero, right? The value may be zero. And a lot of things depreciate, depreciate and they're not what it is, okay? Or you may have somebody may buy, you know, if you look at the houses that were built in the 70s and the 80s and then probably the 90s, when you look at the houses being, you know, that are built today, you can't compare. Most people are going to pick the, house, the modern houses against the old ones. So material things largely depreciate or, you know, devalue or, you know, uh, they look some way, yeah? I'm not talking about the economic value per se, but you know some some assets yes will appreciate, but most of them will depreciate and will be will, will be worthless and stuff like that. But when when we have memories, yeah, these memories don't have shelf life. So far as you are alive and your mind is you know is, is working, you are definitely going to remember a lot of those things. And now coupled with the fact that you have also. Uh, 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 the digital, the, you know, the electronic media, digital media, to remind you of the pictures and the videos and things like that. That even makes it a whole lot be better as well. So these memories that I'm talking about will not, yeah, they don't have a shelf life. They don't expire as compared to what material things. The fourth one is memories don't require money. Okay, memories don't require money. I remember when I was in, I think my my sophomore year or something like that, and when I was in college, I had a female friend who was really close to me and she always say michael let's go out let, let, let's go to shenandoah you know uh, valley you know just go walk through the caves or go watch you know the lily blossom in dc or go to the museum or national archives and things like that i'm like are you okay and i will not go and i will not go and now when i sit and i look back at all of those things i'm like shall i do rubbish man i do yawa because those things were free but they were they were and they were amazing opportunities where i could have just gone to explore you know, just go to the museum. There's so much I would have learned, yeah? Just go out there in the open and enjoy, you know, the, 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 the fall. Enjoy, you know, spring. I mean, all of those things. But I wouldn't do it. I didn't understand. I didn't appreciate them. But today, I will not, you know, I understand the value of those things now, okay? Because that is the smart living. So when I look at this, I'm like, guys, there are a lot of things we can do that we don't need money. You know, we, we don't need money. So you can always say, look, even if you're at work, you know, if it's lunchtime, take a short break, walk around with a colleague or something and just say, Charlie, how are you doing? Everything okay? How are the kids? How are the family? Charlie, anything I can help with? You know, find ways to deliberately create what? Experiences which become what? 
part of your memory bank as you go along. We have to be deliberate. After church, you know, just don't zoom away. No, find one or two people. Talk to them. Figure out how they are doing. You know, that's a, that's a hand you can lend. Do it. You understand? We have to be conscious and, and, and deliberate about these things because tomorrow, it's all about how we feel. As you go, you're going to realize that, look, a lot of time, it's about how you feel. Okay, and it's not about how other people are going to make you feel, but it's how you feel. And how you feel is going to be derived from what? The things that you've gone through, your experiences, and the things that you have in your, your, your memory bank. Okay, so, so, so let, let's, let's do things, uh, you know, let's do a lot of things because a lot of things out there don't require money. Okay, walking, hiking, sightseeing, cycling, a lot of things, like that. they don't. Okay, then the next one is memories can turn into stories that are fun to share with others. So this Saturday TMC was an interesting one because there was one um, TMC member who had never joined us for the walk. There's somebody that I hold very, very dear. He's a senior guy to me. I call him a wise man. I go to him from time to time, you know, to bounce ideas from him, seek his, you know, his counsel and things like that. And he knew obviously that I had gone to Kilimanjaro. So I remember at five, like, I think it was like 5.20 a.m., you know, Saturday, he sent me a text message that he's on his way to Legon to, to, to come walk. I was like, wow, yeah, you know. So when I got there, he was actually the first person to have to be there. And I was like, okay, what made you come? He said, oh, Charlie Michael, I wanted to hear about the Keeley story. Yeah, I wanted to hear about the Keeley story. And this is what was interesting. Then, you know, whilst he was there and I got there and then the others came as well, we all have an amazing, you know, Saturday walk, which was very different from the previous ones we were doing because now there was the Keeley stories, yeah? I, I was able to share the Keeley stories with, with, with the TMC members that had come on Saturday and then most of them were also asking questions. So as we were walking, we were having fun, we were bonding and it was amazing. It was an, an amazing experience. Did we spend money? Of course not. It didn't cost us any money. It didn't cost us any money. And in that process of sharing the stories and things like that, I actually, you know, sh- you know made them aware why we need to conquer ourselves. You understand? Why we need to conquer ourselves. Because when you, con- when you, when you put yourself out there, you conquer yourself, and life tries to conquer you, you've already conquered yourself. So life is not going to, you know, uh, uh, um, defeat you easily. But if you don't, life will, will sweep you off and then you're, 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 you'll be on the floor flat. Yeah? So we had a quality time together. Okay? So, so, so the experiences allows you to what, share stories that allows you to have constructive you know, conversations that helps all of you and us, which is very important. Okay? The next one is memories help us bond with our loved ones. Okay? Memories helps us bond with our loved ones, okay? Then the next one is, new experiences give us opportunities to meet new people. Ikine, Ruta, and Jimmy Paul will forever have a special place in my heart. These are people that I didn't know 30 days you know, ago. I didn't, I didn't met them, you know. But having gone to Kilimanjaro and did expedition with them, and, and lived with them and, 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 and allowed them to support me and help me. You know, when I look at Ikeni, I'm like, oh my goodness. I, you know, she, 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 she gave me her best at any opportunity, any opportunity that she had. She gave me her very best right from the beginning to the very end. To the last day that I, you know, I, I left them at the airport. She ensured that, look, I was taken care of. I was sorted. When, when the going got tough. She, 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 you know, she would take my bag, you know, and already she was carrying a heavy bag, but she took mine as well. She would say, Michael, stop, drink water. I mean, she just took her time. She was patient. She was loving, and she helped me through. And Ruta did the same. Ruta did the same, and Jimmy Paul, they all did, yeah? So by just going through that experience, now I have made friends 
that are going to stay with me, that are going to be in my heart, the special place in my heart, till eternity. You understand? So when we deliberately try to create experiences, we are also going to create relationships that only God knows where those relationships will lead to. Some of them will be good, some of them will be bad. If they are bad, we learn, and then we move forward. But most of the times, they are good, good experiences. Okay? So uh, that's that. Then the next one is, Memories cannot be stolen from you. Somebody can steal your car, your car can burn, your house can burn. I mean, a lot of things can happen to material things. But memories cannot be stolen from you. As you grow, you're going to realize that, look, especially when you start realizing that there's more to life than what we used to think when we were younger, you're going to realize that you're going to look back, you're going to be, you know, a lot of times you're going to be reflecting, you're going to have certain regrets and things like that. You want to make sure that if you're listening, you start acting smart. You start acting smart. You start acting smart by, by, by trying to accumulate as much experience as you can so that tomorrow when you're alone... Because remember, we, if you have kids, yeah, a lot of times people go, they build big houses, four-bedroom, five-bedroom, six-bedroom, six ten-bedroom houses. Then the kids all leave and then they go start their own lives. You are there with your spouse. And there may be some helps and, and, and that's about it. What else do you have? All you can really fall on are your memories. You can't be calling your kids every day and trying to... No, you can't because they're also living their lives. So ultimately, what you're going to have with you are your memories. And when you, when you, you, you get to that point where you're able to actually tap into your memories and then you know, dig into some of the experiences and, 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 and just relive them, it's an amazing experience. When I was drinking Manjaro, when it was happening... And I was asked, will I do it again? I said, hell no. If you give me a million dollars, I will not do it. Because at that point, I was going through torture. So I was like, Charlie, this one, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. But today, uh, if somebody said tomorrow, let's go to Kilimanjaro, I will go. Because I have not had opportunity to really, you know, play back and tap in and evaluate and analyze all the, you know, the whole experience. And I'm like, you know what? That was a special place that I don't mind. I want to go. And not just there, but I want to go to other places because that feeling is empowering. Okay? The next one is memories can cheer us up on bad days. When you're going get tops, I mean, gets tough, and you're like, Charlie, I've reached the end of the road. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. You can go into your memory bank, go into your reservoir of experiences and say, hey, I've done this before. I was able to do this. I was able to do that. Therefore, I should be able to overcome this. Therefore, I need to be able to pick myself up. These are the tools that we need. So all of this memory thing that I'm talking about, it's a tool that we need to keep moving forward, living smart. So at the end of the day, we look back and we're like, you know what? I lived. We lived. Okay? And when I, when I talk about memories can cheer us up on bad days, at Kilimanjaro, after the rainforest zone, the, the moorland and then the rest were all kind of like rocky, 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 rocky. But you will see beautiful plants, beautiful plants growing within the rocks. So when I look at it, and was I was, when, I, when I was experiencing them, I was like, wow. What it means is that in life, no matter how hard, no matter how challenging things are, there's always a way. Because in, in, in that rocky environment where you barely see sand, beautiful, unique plants are able to grow 
then what it means is that God is telling us that no matter our circumstances, no matter where we find ourselves, we will be able to overcome. But we need to believe and we need to be able to what, put in the time and the effort to go through what, what, what it is. Okay? So, so that experience, that memory, for me, anytime I'm, I'm challenged, I'm going to tap into it because I'm going to remember the plans. And I actually took pictures with some of them. You get what I'm talking about. So these are all things that nobody can teach you it, you have to experience it. But you can only experience it if you set yourself up. Okay? And the last one is, memories encourage us to slow down and appreciate the little things. Most of us are in the fast lane. But memories, like now, for me personally, I've slowed down a lot of things, taking it easy, trying to figure out what are the things that really matter. Is it about helping other people find meaning to their lives? you know, uh, impacting the lives of other people. I mean, so this is what experiences and memories does for you. It allows you to what, start asking certain questions. It allows you to slow down and start trying to figure out what are the right things to do. Am I doing the right things at this particular time? Or there's something I ought to be doing that I'm not doing? This is it. So memory is something that we need to be conscious about and ensure that we are collecting and setting up ourselves to have the experiences. And let's not, make, let's not use the excuse of it's, it's expensive, I don't have money. There are a lot of things you can do which don't cost money that will create amazing experiences for you, which will ultimately add to what? Your reservoir of experiences or your memory bank, okay? Now, I'm not saying that let us not collect material things. That's not what I'm saying. That is fine. All I'm saying is that let's find, let's, let, that there has to be a balance. It has to be deliberate. It has to be intentional. It has to be intentional. These material things. You take your time, ponder. Look at all look at all the look at the material things around us. Look at the material things around us. There are people, I mean, and if you read and you 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 listen and you pay attention, there are people who are well off, they have so much. But they don't have happiness. They don't. They don't. They don't. So let us secure our future by collecting certain material things and you know assets that will help us live long and, and, and have a decent life to take care of ourselves and probably our dependents at that time. But let us be smart enough to collect as many you know, experiences as much as we can. So when I talk about, hey, we'll do Kimajo, we'll do uh, Everest Base Camp, we'll do, you know, to, uh, uh, de Mont Blanc, we'll do this, we'll do all of that. It's just my attempt at saying that, you know what, it has to be deliberate. It has to be intentional because if not, life will consume you, consume us, and then we we'll still do the same old things that we do without collecting these experiences. And most times, when people have the little time they have to have vacation, what do they do? They decide to just probably go outside and go and chill small and then come back, shop, buy things that they don't need, and then whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's some form of experience, but we need to create meaningful experiences, meaningful experiences that truly we can share with others. Truly, that we can tap into the lessons. I remember that those experiences, you want experiences that offer you what? Lessons. Because it's through the lessons that we become wise. It's through the lessons that we are able to, you know, you know, to discern. So, so, so let's be mindful. Okay, let's be mindful. Now, October, you know, we're in the month of, you know, as it, is it breast cancer, October, pink month and all of that. You know, uh, and TMC normally, you know, in, in, in this month, we, we actually partner with Run for, Run for Cure. It's a, it's a non-profit uh, organization, and they have a 5K um, 
uh, five kilometers run coming up. I think it's probably October 29th. Let us all, yeah, when we get all the information, let us, those who can, physically join, join, wherever you may be as well, just run your 5K. But all of this is, is for a course. Yeah, most of us know, you know, uh, we have aunties, sisters, girlfriends, wives, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, and breast cancer can affect anybody. So in support of them, let us, let us participate and support in such a course by also, you know, being part of that experience and therefore collecting that, um, what do you call it, uh, that, that, that memory. Because in the process, you also get to learn. You also get to learn. So on this note, I want to say thank you guys. And uh, we've done another Tuesday. And uh, please don't forget to consciously create experiences, set yourself up so that tomorrow you look back and say, oh, wow. So that when you're having conversations, you can have conversations where, you know, you don't want to stop talking about them because everybody just wants to keep listening because guess what? Those experiences are unique. They're not the same, you know, regular stuff. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. I think it was only yesterday that I saw some statistics being, you know, flying around that look, if you had $10,000 in January, today your money is worth 5000 So fundamentally, what this is saying is that these material things, will, you know, anything can happen, the macroeconomic factors, you don't control them and all of that. And these things can really be very depressing. So right now, a lot of people are depressed. We all know that, look, look at the cost of living. Everything is going up. Four prices are going up. Transportation is going up. Everything is, you know, <laughs> is off the charts. You know, and everybody's wondering, Charlie, what's going to happen next? How am I going to survive? People are beginning to, you know, mental illnesses are beginning to spike. Yeah, uh, uh, stress levels are going up. Not too long ago, somebody went to climb, you know, high tension pole and said life was too hard and he took his life. So a lot of people are already, you know, you know, in bad places. But when you seek these experiences and you start having them, it helps you calm down. It gives you hope. It gives you hope. So what I don't want anybody who is watching or listening to is to tomorrow go and be on medication. Let us be smart. Because when you're out there in nature, and I've been there. I have been there. I've been through some dark periods and, and, and being out there and, and, and walking and talking to people and actually doing Kimanjaro and Afajato and all of those things. There's no medication that can, 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 can compare. No, 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 no. So all I'm saying is, guys, let us get out there. Let us get out, walk, cycle, swim, do something, but do it on a regular basis. And you have to be conscious and deliberate about it. Yeah, please. Okay, on that note, I love you guys, and this is Mr. Bugatti, Don Miller. Kukudi, mm-hmm. a tourist. One and only Kili King. Anyway, catch you guys later. Take care, and bye-bye.